phone down. Media down. Everything down. It's all down. It's all down. She's all down, baby. Right. So we're going to ball this down. What's it recording? Yep. Oh, we're going. It's live right now. Alright. Yeah. Should we do like a <coughs> or are you just gonna cut it? Well, I think it's... Or should we just... This is it. We're live and... Hello, everyone. We're back. Actually, we'll just go. Here, ready? Actually, I gotta stop squeezing here. This is definitely gonna be a... It's gonna be like a, a signature of our podcast. The opening? Or, or this, the, this, this noise, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this background noise. All right, let's get into it. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Stories from the Niche. This is episode one yep. podcast. First actual podcast. Yeah, so what's the date today? It is uh, Wednesday, November 7th. Yeah. yeah. So we just spent about a good hour tinkered with the garage band. Trying to get the double mics to work. Trying to get two mics to work. I mean, we, we didn't, didn't get it to work. But we have two bikes working. But two mics are working on a single channel. Which makes no sense. <laughs> we tried to get a better setup, but this works. Anywho. You can hear us so. How are you, everyone? Yeah, let's get right into this. Yeah. So, what do you have, what do you have going on today? Anything special? Not really. I woke up fairly early. Oh, yeah, you're like a 3, 3 a.m. or 2 p.m. or kind of guy, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I sleep <laughs> in. I'm a, I'm a p.m. Chrono, chronotype, is what it's called. What, what does that even mean? I stay up very late, and I do not wake up early, naturally. Okay. Well, see, I'm like the complete opposite. You're an AM chrono, chronotype. Yeah. Chronotype. Yeah. Chrono. Yeah. 6.30 AM gym. Not me. Yeah. That's a that's a challenge. I woke up at like 7.30 today, and that was a... Yeah, I actually saw you were up and going early this morning, eh? It was rough. Yeah, I'm, I haven't been getting to the 6.30 AM gyms, but like I have class every day, 8 <clears> to 11. 8 to 11? 8 to 11. So you like have to get there at 6.30 if you want to make class. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If I'm gonna actually go to the gym and work out, I gotta be at the gym for six thirty. Yeah, that's tough. Cause then after after class, I work eleven to six. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, except for on like Tuesdays and Thursdays. I so have. your times just you got no room for that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've got a lot of room, which is nice. Yeah, cause you have a lot of, like afternoon classes. Eh? That's computer science. Pretty much. Yeah, all afternoon classes. All my classes are right off this year. Really. It's nice. What kind of classes do you have in like fourth year computer science? I'm mostly done on like computer science. You finish those off in third year? Yeah. So I've got like two, two next semester and they'll be fairly easy. Okay. So I, like I have physics 101, a base, an equivalent to a stats 101, like a stats 231 for scientists. That's so weird. Cause like in accounting, stats 101. in accounting, like we take like, I think it, I guess we'd take one accounting class in each some like two accounting classes in the second year, but then like third year and fourth year is like primarily accounting based. That's all you have. Pretty well. Like I mean, I take my summer classes in the summer, or yeah. sorry, my summer classes in the summer. That makes sense. I take my electives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a handful of my electives in the summer. Get it over. And then too. like, but I still have four and four each semester, and they're like heavily accounting. Wow. I wonder like what are uh, credits? How are credits compare? Like, like I think I need. need versus I think I, I need thirty. No, that can't be right. I don't I even. Don't I don't know. I've I really don't know. I should. I only ever check my uh, 
Whatever. My maze and me at the end of the semester. Yeah. See what my final grades are. Pretty much. Don't need an update throughout the, throughout the term. I don't want to know. No. <laughs> exactly. But. It's not even that I have time. That's my big thing. Like, I feel like I just don't have time to sit down for, like, two or three hours and study. Like, when I work 11 to 6, those mm-hmm. two days a week, I budget time to, like... That's when you study? Well, I don't want to say maybe, like, I completely budget all my time in there, but, like... Yeah. A good amount of time. I make it like a kind of like have my books laying around while I'm like working. Yeah. And as things come up, I do that. And when I'm not, I'm just kind of like putting away. That's kind of nice. Like you got. Nothing, yeah. Like if you're not. Exactly. With a customer. Yeah. There's nothing else to do. Right. Unless you're just on fucking around on YouTube or Netflix. But yeah. And like I, I prefer to work like when I'm like doing work for Showtime <laughs> or Lion. I'd ra- I don't like doing it in like the store when there's like other customers coming in and out mm-hmm. like it's hard to kind of like switch between the yeah i could yeah, yeah i know what you're saying do you know what i mean like yeah. you're trying to like kind of dive you get into focused stuff. on it yeah and then switch. customers are walking in and like yeah. disrupting you so i try to like study and it's a nice little study break when customers come in yeah oh yeah i could see that it's that's like that's a good situation i would say yeah like in yeah. well in this case like we've been busy pretty busy since like the last couple weeks Very. and so like i was budgeting to study for like financial accounting this morning and like just didn't happen <laughs> like <laughs> i had to go to early I, or what that's when you're budgeting for it i was budgeting well i kind of procrastinated with one month's extra i was going to do it saturday and then like the festivals just kind of started <laughs> a little early and uh nothing got done in sunday we had hockey and like a i don't know a bit of a write-off you could say the least for sunday and uh yeah and then like monday rolled around and it, we were swamped in the shop so no setting got done it was like a Open the book. Is that Tuesday. for a midterm? Yeah. 25, Did you write it? Twenty five percent. Yeah, this morning. How was it? It went fine. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Rolled through it. There you go. What is it? What accounting? Uh, financial accounting. Fourth year financial accounting. What's What's that mean? Uh, so we do like right now we just do like consolidations for the most part. Oh, okay. That's okay. what we've been. Yeah. Yeah. Like one business so how buys you, another one, find founds another one. You 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 found you learn anything interesting in that that you didn't expect well i mean i want to go into venture capital i want to yep. make private equity so yeah. for me this has been like my, my favorite you love it like stream of accounting we've gotten into just because mm-hmm. you know company buys another company now we need to start valuing like a single entity yep. so it is pretty interesting i thought like how it all how you physically manually go through and do it how how the process yeah is, the yeah. process how yeah. the process all kind of yeah. works so i don't know i've I liked it. Any surprises? I found it, like, I thought it was kind of like one general method. You know, one method that you can pretty much run through the whole thing. Yeah. Aside for some, like, tricky little laws here and there. Yeah. Is that but not I mean, the case? Yeah. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> it never always, is. No. It's never as easy as you think it is. No. Never. Not. No. With anything. With literally anything. It's always harder than you think it is. So but you can get through it. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're all getting through tax right now. Just a grind. Well, actually, we're in the like the nice like. All of us now, I feel like, are just in like that exhale stage of the semester. I am too. Yeah, like, like everyone. I, yeah. I wrote my last midterm this morning. Yeah. And uh, like, I don't have another. I don't have my first exam till December tenth. That's nice. Mine's the fifth, which is gonna be rough right after x-ray right after x-ray. oh my god but it's computer science 135 so 
we'll just learn how to copy and paste. And yeah, op open curl map. Yeah, <laughs> maybe change a PowerPoint title to a bigger font. It's pretty okay. So like, if you're in that class, like honest, yeah. honestly, honestly, like you're in that class, like yeah. you're you're quite literally designing the sites that some of these, like you're learning how to design some of these sites on your own, like yeah. outside of school. I like, think my professor's site is crap. Like, <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully he's not a listener of this show. <laughs> well, I hope he is. <laughs> yeah, maybe he can hire you. Hire yeah. You. Solid solitary solutions. Solitary design. Solitary design. We'll make a nice website for you. Yeah. Or I will. Student discount. I don't have time for that. Never mind. <laughs> don't have But I was going to say, like, do you find it, like, does he know, like, how much you know about this stuff? I think he thinks I'm an idiot. Because you don't go? No, the one time I talked to him, <laughs> like, he was coming around to see how everyone was doing. And I was, like, I wasn't paying attention. I didn't know what we were doing. Because we were literally, he was coming around to see if we knew how to copy a folder. So like, I, like I right I, click. Yeah, that copy, was that's what it was. Yeah, paste. Literally that. He was walking around to make sure if any, everyone could do it, and I didn't. I didn't know why he was walking around. So he's like, okay. So just right click on right click on that. And I was like, okay. And like now, what do I click on? He's like the copy button. And I was like, oh, you wanted me to copy it. Oh my god. <laughs> so is this like is this like an in class lab or like what's going on here? Yeah, he, he does hands on exercises every class. And okay, that was one like, of our first ones. You, so he think he doesn't just a second, he thinks just a I don't know how to copy. Yeah. Yeah. You're telling me yeah. he he assumes yes. that none of none of these nineteen year olds yes. know how to copy and paste. Or like open Google Chrome. The curriculum assumes that, yeah. Wow. That's that's school for you. You you go to the weakest uh, weakest link. You teach the weakest link or the average link. You gotta make sure everyone's on the same page. That's fair. So you're learning it. You're learning at the pace of the slowest person in your class. Major generalization, but this is kind of. But to make it fair for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. In this case, that was very true. Because I think probably. So I guess what you're trying to. I mean, I, I guess <laughs> the the deeper root of this is just like the outdatedness. <sighs> I guess there has to, but in this case, I understand what you're saying with like the well, way that the curriculum is set. There's up. a, te it's in the textbook. You guys have a textbook in this class? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that's a part of it. Well, I don't, I haven't bought or read the textbook, but I'm assuming because everything else is out of the textbook. So I'm assuming that's part of the textbook. So he's teaching it. I really should have looked more into this class, but like, <laughs> holy, but like, okay, it's a bird. I, I, Okay, then building off that topic, like yeah. you, you talk about then teaching to the bottom end of the class or the you know the above average, above under average yes. Joe. Yeah, sorry, yeah. excuse yeah. me. Yeah, the under average Joe. Like, I mean, do you not think at this point, like, you're not getting into university without knowing how to do this stuff? I bet you could say that about a lot of things that you're taught in school. Yeah, maybe I think not, right. but I think so. Like I think that's a general. Like I bet you could get into school without knowing how to copy a, copy a folder. I bet it's possible. I bet you're right. Yeah, I mean, text. You read a textbook. You you wouldn't think so. You'd hope not. <laughs> you, you'd hope the well, application I mean, at the end process of the day, is I mean, Yeah, you could. Like you're sitting in high school. Yeah, maybe you never read the copy textbook. Anyway. Yeah, if you ever have the internet and there's just here's a textbook, read yeah. it, yeah. regurgitate it. Exactly. You can write finals fine. 
You Check, can, you know. You can write it just because you can collect, write. Yeah. Collect piece of paper at go and continue to the next lap. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's no prerequisite that you have to know how to copy It kind of seems like it's getting to that, though, right? What? Like, it's, I like, you know, like, when you're, when you're going through high school, they talk about, like, going to university. It's, like, mm. prestigious. Like, you know, it's, it's, uh. You you feel you feel like a loser if that's not your plan. Yeah, I think I mean, that's a that's a, yeah that's how that's I a direct it. yeah absolutely that's yeah. a direct way of saying it yeah because mm-hmm. like that's the next step is you but just now do it that. just kind of seems like you, anyone can get it. Really. Yeah, I mean to a degree. To a degree, of course. Like I mean, if you apply, mm-hmm. you're gonna get in somewhere. Yeah, like maybe a community college, you're gonna get in somewhere. And be able to get a degree if you put the work in. Absolutely. And you have the money. That's that's the big one. Yeah. And isn't that a shame? It really is. And that, well, that's for, that's just life. Not having enough. Just resources. It's all about resources. Yep. Absolutely. Right? It's not, like a lot of people think it's all, everything's utilitarian. Where it's like, school serves the function of education and that's it. Like, that's the point of school. It's a lot more than that. It's people's livelihoods, it's people's business. It's a lot. Yeah, it's almost like a, it's almost an environment in itself. It is, yeah. It's its own, it's an entity. Or orga- organism. It is. You could think of, you could think Same of it as yeah. an organism. Well, they've talked about the way like Anna Ganesh is set up with like X. Like X is like the, the power driving hmm. like source of Yeah, could you imagine Anna Ganesh without the X, without X? Well, think of, I mean, what It'd is it? What weird. do they say? Majority of this town is uh, employed by St. FX and the hospital? I could see that. Yeah. You know, there's a handful of, there's a handful of kind of small businesses in town that yeah. do their thing and mm-hmm. make a living. But for the most part, I feel like people are driving out yeah. of town, right? Yeah, if it's not St. FX or the hospital, I would say everyone else is primarily like if it wasn't for hospital and st fx but what's this, great too this is, would be a town where everyone went elsewhere for yeah them. but st fx like employees oh, pretty God. much like i would say like a 70 <laughs> percent. yeah oh i don't know probably probably something like that something crazy do you think like do you think they all stay over the summer the employees yeah i think so i think a lot of them do, live they, around they here. live here yeah. Like, do you think, Never like, really facility management and yeah, they would, security? For sure. Yeah. Even the profs, really. I could see the profs being, like, a handful of hours away, mm-hmm. but I don't see them being from, like... They have ca- I know, like, I've talked to a few profs who have, like, cabins, and they go there all summer. Yeah. So that's, there's probably a lot of I had a, I had a political science prof that he was from Alberta, yeah. and he actually rented here eight months Oh God! Yeah. Why? Like, <laughs> he said it. So it was his first year at the school. Okay. Yeah. So it was like one of my first. I was in first second semester poli sci. I, I like first you talking about this guy. Yeah, he had. He's it, an old guy, right? No, that was. We could talk about him too. He was <laughs> crazy. Let me get through this guy. Okay. I've had, yeah. Okay, I've had two really good poli sci profs. Yeah. So this guy, I won't say his name. Just. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's even here anymore. But it's not Yvonne Grenier, is it? It's not. Okay. But, That's uh, only one I know. So I had this poli-sci prof, and like, he's from Alberta, rented here, and uh, first time coming to, to X, yeah. and he was living on um, on college, like right, oh, really? like right in the heart of it, like right near uh, the rugby boys' house. Oh, that's funny. So he would come into class on like Thursday mornings after wing night, and he'd be like, oh my God, I got no sleep last night, like the White House was going again. 
That poor guy. Yeah. So he said instead of moving our eight fifteen on Thursday, we'd go to the pub at six for a beer to talk about poli sci. And his theory was that because everyone's a little looser with a couple pints in them about politics. Uh, that's interesting. Did yeah. anyone actually do it? Uh, he made it like a uh, like every like I think it was third Thursday. Yeah. Third Thursday was it was like a participation part. Yeah. So you wouldn't have class that day. That morning. But it, there would be a percentage worth at the, like, to go. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, for canceling it, like. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of profs, like, they might not cancel class, go to school, stuff like that. But I mean, a lot of profs do stuff with us outside of class. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of that. Like, we had a math, stats, computer science. Um, I, I guess it would be, like, the union, the union rep. Okay. Or the person who runs the, what would that be called? It's kind of like a group. What, what are, like, the groups on campus? There's like a, Societies? Yeah, society. Okay. That's the name I was looking for. Anyway. They just set up, a, like, drinks at, the, drinks at Dooley's. All the profs came. Oh, nice. Played pool. It was cool. It yeah. was cool. Yeah. And that's the beauty of X. Oh, absolutely. Right. I mean, that's like me going to Mark's. Like, yeah. stopping in at Mark's on my way home. Mm-hmm. That's or, like, super cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, huh. that is a nice thing with X. I remember, uh... Uh, we talked about how I came here, and I said, teachers? Yep. I don't know. That might have been on the one we didn't actually... That might have been on, like, a random night. We were just talking, chatting, and filming. Anyways. Yeah, I remember it was a physics teacher of mine in high school said he would always go for beers with his professors. Oh, really? And I thought that was so cool. Yeah, right. You said that, like, when you were growing up, you saw um, a ton of X-rings in your elementary and high schools. Yeah. And that's, like, what brought me to X from Calgary. Right. Yeah, we saw a lot of that. Yeah, and you hear about that. Like, we have so many kids out here from Alberta. Mm-hmm. The little Alberta boys. I wonder how that started. That little trend of Um, They talked people. about it, and I think it was in the political science class that that guy taught. Oh, they yeah. were saying that uh, back then, when the education system started, or the education uh, master's program here at X started, yep. people, kids from Alberta would stay here because they were already here take the program and there'd be job openings with the oil fields at a boom uh, with all the schools opening yeah. and so they all flooded out that way and got jobs right away and so huh. like x-rings were just getting flooded to alberta oh, way back in the day interesting so would that have been a deliberate effort by sin fx or that, that was i think it was just like a coincidence it just happened yeah i think there was job openings in alberta at the time and yeah. everyone and anyone whether they were from alberta or not interesting because you think about it, think about all the people that come from Alberta to St. FX. Yeah. So if I'm from Ontario, yeah. I'm doing teacher's college or master's, mm-hmm. and uh, like my buddy from Alberta, he's like, oh man, there's job openings in Alberta. Like, let's go out. Let's do huh. it. I'm sure that was kind of so like... So you, you, you say it's people who weren't from Calgary coming to Calgary through X. Yeah, with their That's friends. That's interesting. That yeah. of, you, I you could think, see that. I you could think see about that. how many yeah. kids from Alberta come to X. Like I'd say, oh like yeah, a third. No, there's a there's a trend there. Significant amount. There's an obvious trend there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying like, you know, even for example, like, um, like Mitch and Brooke going out to Alberta to hang out with friends from Alberta. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Ontario goes out. Just, Very true. Just Very an example. True. Yeah. Like I just think like the connection with having so many here. Yeah. Like once you've gone to X, you almost are like that type of connection with Alberta because you mm-hmm. have so many people. That's from. very true. Yeah, but that would have had to like start somewhere, right? Yeah, and I'm saying I, I bet think that it was, was just it. like a yeah. time, yeah. Yeah, interesting. 
So there's just like one point in time where there's a lot of job openings in Alberta. I would. I. I that's could, what. Uh, that's what your your that's what buddy said. was saying. That's interesting. That's an interesting theory. I could see it being true. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Stories. Yeah. The profs are wicked here. Oh, the profs are wicked here. Yeah. They're enter- like, there's some entertainment out here. There really is. <laughs> there's so much yeah. entertainment. Uh huh. We don't take ourselves too seriously out here. No. Like as a as a group. <laughs> <laughs> like we do and we don't. We do and we don't. We do and we don't. Yeah. There's a there's a a line. Yeah. I'm just like like relative to Calgary, everything out here seems a lot more like laid back. Like, oh my god, yeah. Noticeably. Noticeably. Yeah, very if noticeably. If someone says be there for seven, you'll see them at seven oh eight. Yeah. Like if you're lucky. If you're lucky. Yeah. And it's not a problem. No. That's just how it it's how it runs out here. Yeah. Like, it's interesting. I see why people retire out here, that's for sure. Well, I mean, look at the scenery as well. Gorgeous. Yeah. Doesn't snow too much. Look, it's pretty that's cold. That's just it. It gets really cold, but it doesn't really snow all that much. Yeah, like what was it? It was like plus ten today? Yeah. When we get hit though, we, we get like, hit. Oh. It's awful a blizzard it's like a hurricane and snow literally blowing sideways <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and then that afternoon it'll be like plus 30 yeah yeah but the left side of our house is covered in a foot of snow it's like held onto the wall somehow defy yeah, gravity <laughs> it's brutal ridiculous yeah it is gorgeous out here though yeah it would really be is. awesome if we had is a uh, odr that just doesn't work out here, hey? I, I just don't. No one's, I don't think, put one anywhere. No, it never works. Oh, really? Oh, wait, yeah, they tried last year, last didn't year, they? Yeah. yeah, the high school. We tried to go with 77, like, probably four, like, at least three times. And every time, it would be, like, melted. Oh, really? Just for too soft? That's how I remember it, yeah. Just because of what you, like, what you said. It snows in the morning. Right, and then it's, like, plus 30 in the afternoon. Yeah, and everything just melts. So... The ODRs are slush. It's a shame. It is. It really is. And ice is so expensive. Like 185 bucks. Hey, are we gonna get that tournament going? I don't know. I think it's too late. Yeah. We can't get 12 teams. Hmm. We'll think on it. Even five teams would be difficult. Just to get that many people to commit to two months from now. Okay. I so feel like it'd be people... difficult. We gotta try though. Let's start talking to people. January, it's the first week in January we have the term, the ice time booked, right? Yeah. From like the 8th, or the 9th, to the 13th or something, 14th, something yeah. like that. I don't know. I think we're running out of time too. I was thinking about text messaging Jaren to see if he was. Uh... We would literally have to do it this week. I would, like, within the next two weeks. Okay. Well, we, I mean, we can, we can think of we'll, it. We'll put an attempt. Yep. I'd be surprised if we were able to garner enough teams though unless we have i mean it's x we could probably tiny teams we could probably find enough teams in like a couple weeks 12 teams there's like 20 xhl and rec teams we could like make the team limit 12 or something like that so you have like we're doing four on four yeah have like three lines or something like that yeah limited 12 teams we can do something like that yeah and then if there's like a big team they can split it into two or something and we can get more teams yeah we'll give it a try we like We've got the ice. We might as well give her a go. Absolutely. We just kind of neglected it for a while. <laughs> just midterm season happened. That's that's it. And then we started doing this. And then this started. Got distracted. All of a sudden, shit. Yeah, I'm a big fan that. of this little setup here. 
Like, yeah, we got a little studio going here. A little be a bunch of beanbag chairs yeah. and two mics. Probably hear them. So if you come on, you'll be comfy. Very comfy. Yeah. Also, we talked about Not getting some. Uh, we talked about getting that catering business to. That'd be cool. Maybe get a little finger food action going. Yeah, finger food, and then we can give them a shout out each podcast if they provide something. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be game. That'd be. We should look into that for sure. <laughs> With our, like, five listeners? Yeah. <laughs> JK. <laughs> Zero right now. Zero. Well, <laughs> you're listening to me. I'm listening to you. That's about it. <laughs> what else? What else is up? 8.30. Fuck, mm. you doing anything neat with Lion? Uh, well, we have three new products coming out. and When's that happening? Or two new products, sorry. My, my bad. Um, Jordan's doing labels right now. The labels? Yeah. We, are you uh, doing a blue? Or are you cha- are you changing that blue uh, on different the, products? The BCA product yeah. is going to be the same packaging as as the Instinct. Okay. With um the black and then the ring on the bottom is going to be like a purple. Okay, so you are changing that. Yeah, ring. we're going to yeah. move it into like a like a purple, yeah. and then the Pro Team we're doing them in those uh, silver. Uh, Bigger. Yeah, those bags. Oh. Oh, you're doing the bags? Yeah, I think we're going to do the bags. So you're doing the big bag with the small bags in it? Um, or the bag with... The small... So what we're going to do with the big silver ones is Jordan's making up these really cool... Um, like, pa- the, the packaging style to it. Yeah. And then what that single serving idea I yeah. told you the other day is uh-huh. we're going to pa- we're gonna save that for when we have a bigger cash flow. Mm. And then when cash flow is a little bigger, because, like, packaging on something like that is really expensive. Yeah. So if we can like get a bigger purchase order done done up, that'll be worth it, it. Yeah, then it lowers our overall cost yeah. of doing something like that. But interesting where we're at right now. So you're doing a bag with just the powder in it. Yeah, it's gonna be. Well, you think about it. Like the way that we kind of talked about it. Like I wasn't really on board. Jordan completely really converted me to it. Because yeah, I'm I'm against the like I'm against the bag. Okay, so yeah. let me sell you on the bag. Sell me. So for for first off, it's different. Yeah, I mean. I've True. only ever seen like a handful of people use a bag and do it well. Mm-hmm. And that's the way that Jordan approached it. So Jordan approached it as like with the way our coloring works, like black, white, very, very dark aroma. Like yep. the silver works really nice with our color palette. Okay. And it, it differentiates us. Yeah. The other thing that we really liked about it was the traveling. So I mean, to a make container. It yeah, you can you can roll it, put some elastic yeah. on it, throw it in your bag. That's very true. The convenience of it yeah. matches what our future goals are with mm. the convenience, right? Okay. It's heading in the dir- cool. it's yeah, heading yeah. in the direction. Yeah, I'm not gonna say like what we're doing, but yeah. it's heading in the direction that we want to go. It's, so you did it out of a why? We did it. Yeah. Interesting. We did it because like we're gonna take it to point b it was a philosophy yeah that made you do it exactly okay but uh, and let me let me put a butt on that as well jordan saw a design that he really liked yeah you think it could be dope yeah, yeah. so that matched with all mm-hmm. the other conveniences and you know, the philosophy of where yeah. we're going with it yeah it just it kind of works and we're still you know we get people like you know, like you're like, oh, I'm kind of against the bag. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't have a reason why either. It's just weird. It's just because everyone else does a, a tub. I don't think so. I think, okay, it might be the scooping. Scooping's more difficult. I get my hand off fucking 
powdery. Maybe. Because it, like, sticks to the side. Okay. That might be why. Well, I don't know. I had a, like, bag of ketones. Maybe I still have them. But I remember. Well, when ours come in, you can give it a try. Yeah, that'd be. I'm, I'm curious. So that's going to be our only product bag. But, uh, that's a protein. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, we're kind of just getting ready right now. Um, cool. Pack, once labeling's done, you submit that into manufacturing. Yep. And then manufacturing clears it, makes sure like everything matches up, mm-hmm. and uh, we're off and running. All the Health Canada stuff already got signed off on. And Very cool. Yeah. So. So once I've I've got a question. Yep. Once you have one Health Canada approval, are the rest easier? Well, you know what you're doing. For you, yeah. For me, it's easier. Do they recognize you and like as a, approve as it a quicker? Company? Yeah. If you're going like if you're with any, in my opinion, if you're with yeah. any reputable manufacturer that has their CGMP approval. Okay. Like if they have their paperwork yeah. in order. You should have no problem getting a Health Canada through them. So it depends on the manufacturer. That's you get it through the ma- the manufacturer. No, you can you do don't. it yourself. Okay, like, okay, yeah. but the way that we do it is because Jordan designs our labels like head to toe. Mm-hmm. What we do is we design everything ourselves in house, and yeah. then we send the label what we want to do to our manufacturer. Okay. And then they just point us and tell us what needs to be in certain places. They pretty much give us a skeleton. Yeah. And we take it back and then just change okay. it to what we want. So they give you like what needs to be standardized. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. Interesting. So it's kind of like a collaboration on our end. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys do the the labeling, uh, the, the approval. They finalize everything. They finalize just to make sure and go through the, the right go place. through the government. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And that probably helps you with just getting it go through a bit faster. Uh, because the it's speed of it is anywhere they say three to six months. Oh um, wow. Yeah, it's a long process. Yeah, I bet that's manual too. Yeah. yeah, like our Apple feed on this podcast. Yeah, holy crap. Long time. It's, I thought it'd be a day. It's been like it's been three two, days. Two, three. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. I think I think the RSS feed's set up, so it'll just go right through when they look at it. It's going to look into Apple soon. I, I mean, it's Apple said no more than 14 days. So you actually, did you contact them? No, but I read all you the, just read a, a ton of their Apple okay. community cool. things. But we're on every other platform, right? Pretty much, yeah. Nice. There's a few small ones, obviously, that I just didn't even put the effort in. But the thing is, like half our users, I feel like, are gonna be Spotify. I would say Spotify, Apple will be like eighty percent. Yeah. And people might use other podcasting apps, but they probably have Spotify. Cool. Because like I use Pocket Cast, but I use Spotify for music. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. Yeah. So. I use Apple Music. For everything yeah yeah they've got everything so ecosystem yeah they really are they definitely nailed the whole iTunes thing mm-hmm. they've nailed it on a lot they've nailed a lot of things they have Apple. nailed like there's, they, a, there's a reason they're the most expensive company in the world or profitable absolutely or worth the most their new headquarters are dope yeah the new office have you seen them yeah, I have. Like circular building? Really cool. Yeah. And have you seen their new flagship stores? They're two levels. Oh, really? Yeah. So like all of your Genius Bar stuff. Is upstairs? Is upstairs, your teaching tools, whatever. And then the selling floor is the whole base. That's smart. Because that's something with the Apple stores. It gets 
busy. Crazy busy. So they recognize that, and I, I, I mean, I don't. They know probably got like couches upstairs for people waiting for genius. And There's stuff like, like a waterfall in one of them. <laughs> yeah, the one in like London, I think. Really. Has like a waterfall. That's crazy. And then one in New York has like bamboo trees in it. That's nuts. I know the one in Paris is insane. Yeah. Like, I think it looks like the Louvre or something like that. It's cool. That you don't use any Apple product. Me? Like not one. No. Used to. I use all Apple You're products. You're all Apple. I'm no Apple. Interesting, eh? Yeah. Yeah, not, not anything. I would buy the AirPods. Yeah, I've, I've been thinking about getting cool. a pair of those. Yeah. I actually really want the new uh, iPad Pro with the pen. Hmm. Yeah, my prof uses it for statistics, and it looks pretty pretty slick. Yeah, I, well, I want it as like a like a kind of mobile whiteboard like that's resource. What, that's what it's good for. And I also kind of want it for when we go and do presentations with clients and mm. others, so I don't have to always open my laptop. Yeah. Like, it's just a lot nicer. Like, they would have multiple purposes for mm -hmm. it. That's cool. I've never really had, like, a... Like, we... Tay, Tay and I have an iPad. We just don't use it. You guys have an iPad? Well, we took it to the store. Is it still there? That's, Are you guys yeah, using that, it as sorry, your POS? Sorry, we had an iPad, and then we moved it into the store. I see. And now we're, like... Now we have use for it. Like, Tay used her iPad in school for reading, and then she would highlight on the screen. That's sick. That's cool. Right? Yeah. So... Um, now, then when she graduated, she didn't really have like a major use and she was like, we might as well just put it in the store. Yeah. You know, so now the two of us are like, we want like a big one. So what, what, like, what would you use it for at home? Well, I'd use it for work. Just work? Yeah. yeah. That'd be like my main source. Like, would it be good for like watching YouTube on? Probably I not bad. I think it would be awesome for doing like accounting homework for starters because it would be like an endless canvas. You know, you write out the statement and you want to write in the margins, you just minimize everything and write in the margins. True. Like it's like, a, you know what I mean? Yeah. On Excel? No, you could do that on like the notes um, app. Of, oh. So it's like, it recognizes that the pen is nearby, so only the pen makes marks. So when you're writing, yeah. take the pen, you just zoom it out and there's more canvas. So That's you cool. Just yeah. Keep going. It's like a an endless whiteboard that can zoom in and out. Very cool. Yeah. yeah I, I love the idea of infinite canvases. Yeah, like the Windows, what is it, Hub 2 that's coming up, the big wall one. That thing is going to be Sick. awesome. Yeah, I might just buy one. <laughs> How much do you think it's going to be coming out? I think it's five. Five grand? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Okay. I, I'm, or I'm, maybe the Hub is. We went to try to find one to buy, right? Like, remember, we were, like, just curious. Trying to and it was find like, it on the internet. And it was, yeah. like, what, commercial use only? Yeah, yeah, it was the type of thing that you had to, like, call for and get a, get a quote. Right. Yeah. But I've yeah, heard it's five five grand roughly i cool. saw that on someone's instagram story that i follow yeah okay. but that I could would... have been the hub one well they have the hub one i think it's 399 we saw that one. Oh, is it yeah like three grand oh that's right yeah 3900 bucks yeah yeah so yeah it probably is five that sounds about right that's I mean, not bad i'd even well here's what i was gonna say i'd probably even just get the hub one but like if you spend four grand spend the other the what's, extra that's another two grand to literally get the next but you could argue too like it's gonna, it's gonna be another new one, the year after. I think the Hub One came out like three or four years ago. Oh, they've just recently been. I think. So. Oh, okay, I thought this was like a recent product they brought to market. Now it's like one, two, like th like I. I don't think you know so. What I mean, I think there was a pretty big gap, gap okay. between them. I could be wrong though. Well, you could. I mean, it, 
it sounds like you'd be right because like I just recently yeah heard about I just it. remember seeing it a long time ago that's I just why heard I say about that. the hub too not knowing there even was a hub one when we talked about it the other day yeah yeah but yeah I'm pretty sure they're fairly old they're cool though I would get one of those they're like the uh, surface uh, pair yeah they go together yeah yeah what's the Windows uh, laptop called the surface right Microsoft surface Microsoft surface yeah I would totally that's what I would go to next like I love my Apple laptop but I've had a lot of problems <laughs> I've had so many problems I've had more than a lot of problems yeah like, like I went literally. through three phones in like two weeks yep you've every I think every laptop you've had is broken somehow at least once and like it's funny too because they ask me they're like are you hard on your devices but it's like you look at them yeah mint condition it's not a scratch on them and i don't know anyone else who's had as many problems as you have you might just be unlucky like you might just be unlucky. i'm you know what you probably are you are here's the thing i've never had a problem with an apple product until i got the that laptop it's this laptop this one is the only one i've ever had problems with oh really this laptop's going on two years now oh okay yeah that's how long we've lived together yeah yeah so yeah that's so that would be your recollection of my yeah so it's the new products yeah this new one my air had no problems the only thing i the only reason sorry i got a new laptop was because when business was kind of getting bigger mm-hmm. we had so much more media content on my laptop my air couldn't handle running like mm-hmm. excel and, and photoshop and illustrator and need more ram yeah exactly it would just crash and then erase everything because couldn't store it all so upgraded mm-hmm. got touch bar which i didn't i missed like it's problematic i missed the like the f keys can you not like do you lose functionality with the touch bar no if um sorry say if like is there things that you can't do that you would be able to do if you oh had? no no if, okay. if you are on like or anywhere on the screen if you hold like your fm button bottom left function button oh the, the f function keys come, keys up. come okay. up on the touch okay that's cool you just like the buttons yeah, and I just there's less problems. Obviously, like the touch bar is the touch bar works great it's when it's working. When it's working, yeah, and you're reliant on it, right? Exactly. Like when my laptop there went, you know, blew shits. up. Yeah, yeah it blew up. Um, I could only type. <laughs> could you turn it off? Isn't the uh, power button up there too? Yeah, uh, I could turn it. Yes, I could turn it off. I could turn it off. I could type. I couldn't open any apps. I couldn't change the brightness. Any apps? Well, I like to get to everything. Sorry, I'm making. I'm being so dramatic. <laughs> like to get to everything, you had to like go into Spotlight, search the app, okay. open it. Like, couldn't easily get it. It wasn't as like you know what I mean. Just like, a lot of convenience was lost. Correct. Yeah. You nailed it. Okay. A lot of convenience was lost. And that's annoying because you got the touch bar for its convenience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah whatever. Whatever. It's interesting though. Like, I wonder if they're gonna continue on this, or I wonder if you're just super unlucky, or if there's a trend of their new, new devices not being as reliable. Maybe, I but wonder. I will say, aside from this iPhone X that I just, you know, happened to throw. Yes. If I never threw that phone, I believe I would have never had an issue with that phone. I never had any problems. Fair enough. Yeah. 
And then you just got unlucky with the replacement. With the two replacements I got. The two... <laughs> my mistake. The two replacements. Yeah. The fourth Brutal. replacement. Or the, the, the third phone. The first one didn't work. Phone. And the third one, sim reader, didn't work. Yeah. And then the next one was great. Here you go. The fourth one's the charm, hey? Fourth one's the charm. <laughs> the first one went into a, into a table and... Yeah. It happens. Next two went in the garbage. I've treated this thing pretty crappy. Yeah, you had a case on it. All of a sudden, you've taken it off, and yeah. you're making me want to take mine off. You see me, like, drop it from, like, four feet the other day? Yeah, behind the couch. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. This thing's a trooper. Yeah. I shouldn't... Knock on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> you don't want to say something like that. I love this thing, though. Note 8. Here's the thing, though. I if, love you're, it. if your phone turned off, like, it, it just stopped. You didn't have a phone for a week. Yeah. You could operate one on your desktop, right? Operate what? Like function day to days, like operations. I wouldn't have texting. At all? No. You can't text on your desktop? Well I can text through here. That's that's okay, so when my phone broke You can't text. You can send iMessage. The phone has to be on? Well you text through SIM SMS forwarding, right? Like, there's no way you can send text. Like, if you snap that phone in half right now. I was going to say, Sorry. because I'm pretty sure when my phone broke, I could send text through my laptop. Texts. But then again, my phone didn't smash. I feel like there's no... I, I, I feel like, like that's the not right. on? Yeah. I don't know. I, like, I feel like if, you're, sure. if your phone's turned off, you can't send text messages. Because it has to go through your phone. In order to send that text, like it comes out through your SIM card. Makes sense. So you, do you think you can send text? I re I vaguely remember being able to fully text on my laptop without my phone, huh. like fully message everyone. I message, like use the messaging. Yeah. For everyone, like even Nick who doesn't have an iPhone. Oh. I vaguely remember, but then again, interesting. Like then I'm again, curious now. That was that'd what, be some. A month ago? That would be. That doesn't make any sense to me, so that makes me curious. I wonder if you can do it. Take my take the sim out and give it a try. Yeah, I'll just Google it. Sure. I'm Google curious. It. Yeah, I can't remember if it worked or not now. Can you text from a MacBook? That's probably the best. Can you text from MacBook without? phone it's called like a if SMS phone is for if phone is broken my screen is broken and i need to view text yeah you can then if your screen's broken you can retrieve text but can you send them yeah i think as long as your you phone can. is on i think that as long as your phone is like able to be on you should be able to send it i could see send i, I don't know <laughs> i really don't know Okay, here's hypothetically, your screen doesn't work, right? Like yeah. in my situation. If it's just the screen, I could see it working. Well, I, I'm pretty sure that's what that guy just said. This is about, get, that, this and, is about getting text. Though. And that was what happened with me, remember? My entire screen turned green. That was in your second one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The first one, screen just wouldn't turn on. And you could, you could text? Out. Yeah. And like send, receive. Really? That's cool. I just was going to say, like, I mean, you have your desktop here, your laptop, <clears> and 
Yeah. So like even if you lost your laptop, you'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even use your laptop, do you? What am I? What am I at school? Because I can't. That'd be pretty. Cum- <laughs> you imagine? That'd be cumbersome. You should just load it in the jeep. Take it with you. Carried it to the library every day. <laughs> load it up. <laughs> set it up for your like hour and a half class yeah. and set it up. Take three trips. Two monitors. Mark would love it. A big mechanical keyboard that's loud as fuck. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? Really clicky mouse. They would just kick me out immediately. That wouldn't work. I still don't believe you though. There's no way you can send texts if your phone's broken. If my I th- okay. I'm gonna say if my screen doesn't work. If just your screen doesn't work. And the phone is able to be on. Like remember my situation where the screen okay. didn't turn on in but that it kept case, calling nine one one? In that case, yeah, I agree. Okay. That would make sense why I could send text. Yeah. Send text, but not not if it was broken. I think if it can't turn on... Then you probably can't send text. Well, if I turn my phone off... Yeah. Could I send text? I don't... That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. Well, we'll let everyone know on the next one. True. We'll test it. We're going to test it. Because this is bothering me now. Have you and Cam met lately? Monday. Two days ago. How are things going? Not bad. I just... I'm just learning React, banging my head against the wall. What's React? That's how I'm making this website. So it's a language? It's a web development framework. I was going to say framework. That was my first initial. You should have. Oh, I should have with my gut. You had it. Yeah, I did. Designed by Facebook. Oh. Or created by Facebook. And. Like Shopify is like liquid? No. It wouldn't be comparable to that okay. because Shopify's liquid only works on Shopify, right? Right. React is a standalone framework that oh, okay. I can grab. That Facebook just created. Created. Understand. And then used. gives out. Right. Allows me to use. So, yeah. So, when you're picking, like, what you're going to use. Yeah. Like, the, like what, what goes into determining what framework you're going to use like i you talked the other night you said you learned ruby that was is that a different framework yep that's so, the first one i learned it's kind of going out of style now so okay that's that's my question mm-hmm. how do you decide which one to use like i mean there's kind there's i like you kind of follow the development community so if you build a site on ruby yep. and today and now you're saying it's kind of outdating yeah i've got i've got I've got two sites running on Ruby right now. So how much of an inconvenience is it when those when that framework goes out of style, as you say, to move it to an up to date one? Like is that I don't. You don't. Well, you, you could once you build it. It would be a lot of work to move it over. Right. Once you build it, it's built and it stays. It's, yeah. So, Unless you put in, you basically have to remake it in a new framework. So what do people do that have like long time businesses that build? Well, like you could make that upgrade. If you felt it was necessary, like if from like Ru- from Ruby to Node.js, which is not what I now use. Okay. Or you could like it still works. Okay, so it's it's still completely the functional. Then you when you say it's going out of style, what does that mean? Like define that if it still works and everything. It's more limited than the new things. New th- new coding allows you to do more things. Yeah, basically, it allows you to do more easier. Oh, okay. Understood. Basically. 
So now so I when went, you're deciding to pick something, yeah, are you just going with the newest thing? Like when you start something, no, because there's a new thing every week. Like you could get way too crazy about that. Okay, so I, I go with the popular. What's like what's popular? Uh, another big thing about looking for a community is like web or development in general is all about like you can't do it without googling questions like you're going to come across issues that you don't know the answer to and if you have a big community of other people who who are doing very similar things to you they have had those same problems looked it up or asked a question there's a thing called stack overflow easy to find easy resources back to like lots of resources because people are all doing the same thing as you people are going like people are coming across the same issues that you come across so the more people who are doing that the more resources you have to overcome those obstacles basically and learn yeah things so if i hard. stayed with ruby on rails there'd be less of a community for me to get help from basically so if you were going to recommend a framework for someone to start with like if you were going to tell say if someone asked you dev i don't no, no, want to get into the coding mm-hmm. like what would your advice be to someone like that it's a, like coding is very general first off okay so coding could be making a game making an app so coding 101 if i wanted to learn to code what would be my first step like what would i do right now if we're going to get up go learn a language go think of a random problem or random thing you want to make go learn a language that can do it and do it literally that figure out why you want to code figure out a problem to solve with coding so when figure I figure out how to room, do it like, and do it, you have like the back office open where everything is like black screen, color letters, like the actual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how do you get it? How do you get that? How do I? How do you open? That? How do you start? Well, I started with. Like, is there an is there a program the, you use? The thing I like you said, if I wanted to get into coding, a, like a better question for me would be, how do I get into web development? Because like coding is a very broad term that covers literally like i could say um go get into statistics and learn r like that's coding right okay but it's only for statistics so like my um i'm i'm a web like web development's my thing so if you want to get into web development i'd I'd personally recommend like the frameworks that i use Mm -hmm. which is node.js it's a node.js mern stack which is a Mongo database, Express, uh, React, and Node.js. So it's a combination of all those frameworks. Okay. And they all work together to pr- make a website, basically. So that's what I would say. I'd go. I'd say go learn that. Like if you wanna, if you wanna get into web development. Hmm. Well, web development could mean a bunch of things too, because you could say like a Squarespace developer is a web developer. Sure, and that's why I used the term, like coding, when I was yeah. talking in that context because you're mm-hmm. you're typing in the exact command. Yeah, you have to be you have to be very specific with lingo when it comes to computers. Yeah, very specific. Slowly learning that as we've done more. Yeah, yeah, I. Yeah, it's something I've noticed too. It's kind of a pain in the ass, but you feel really smart when you know all the lingo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like anything when you know all the lingo. Exactly, it's kind of nice. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, like if you want to get into, I guess not web development, but web application development, which is like an application, like instead of just a website, which you just view view things on, right? Mm-hmm. Like a web a web application is something that you can like interact with. Right. 
right? Like an application. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's all in there. So yeah, if you want to do something like that, I'd recommend learning a MERN, take a MERN course. I think Udemy, go to Udemy, like type you, in you MERN stack. What? Go ahead, sorry I interrupted you, just yeah. in case someone will actually want to hear you. Go to stuff. Udemy, type in MERN stack, buy the course for, I think it's about probably 20 bucks, spend 16 hours, and this by the end of it, you'll have developed a fully functioning web application and then you just learn it from there is that what you taught cam on uh yeah i recommended that they both take that course and that's what they started with when he was talking about doing the course yeah okay yeah and i think max took that whole course yeah yeah so that's what it, and i'm still learning it too like i just started mm. i just started learning it Two months ago when you guys started redeveloping the site right yeah so I'm, I'm just learning it too I'm very new to it how many hours do you think you have into it now hundred you think you have a hundred at this point probably and how many more hours do you think there are to go <laughs> for to what to pilot phase pilot phase like how many hours away do you think you are or is that 50 to 100 50 to 100 so you're just I would say. you're just over half you'd say I think so but like as I'm doing more complex things with the website, yep. my limited knowledge with the React framework is really dragging me down. Okay. Right. So right. So I'm like I'm getting my development speed is getting limited by my knowledge. lack of knowledge. Right. Yeah. Okay. Which is a pain in the ass because I don't have time to learn it. Yeah, <laughs> I you, just... gotta, you gotta take school. Oh God, man. Yeah, it's tough. And I need to like, I just need to develop. Like, I don't have time to spend ten hours and researching how you actually read through do the it. all the documentation of React and study it. And I, I like, I can't do that. Although it might, in the end, be worth it. You almost wish there was like an, a part of school that is uh, independent study. Like imagine you could get like a six credit in independent study. Mm -hmm. You like you should. I wish you should have an independent study too. Like you should I, you should be getting credits for running a business. It should definitely be an option. I think. I think so too. Like if, why wouldn't it be? I think that if you're doing, like, well, okay, then it's let me though. let me counter let me devil's advocate that because you could argue anyone doing anything outside of school should have the ability to yeah. do a... Well, they would come down to an approval process, which has... I think it should be like a general like independent study. I think you should be able to go in, pitch what you're going to learn, what you want to accomplish. At the end of the year, give a little presentation. I jump through I, the hoop, you know? I thought about this... Like, I thought about this pretty deeply a couple weeks ago. Okay. I thought it'd be really cool if there was like a... autodidact degree or an autodidact university. Autodidact... Thank you. Is you must have seen my face. Yeah, yeah. Auto <laughs> is someone? It's just someone who's self-taught. Yeah, there should be. Yeah, like you should, you should be able to get a degree or a diploma for going through a self-guided education program, where like you have mentors that can help you, like you have those profs or something similar. Who, like knowledgeable people who are getting paid to help those people in the program mm -hmm. but you're self-directed you're learning only things 
that you feel are necessary to continue with what you're doing right because that's one of the big problems i have with school is like i'm like i've got a career going i think what's scary about that type of program yeah offering that type of program is offering that type of program to kids who are only 18 years old coming out of very true i think that that's a type of program that needs to be run after graduation i think Mm. that's more of a master's yeah something because you you give a kid an 18 year old kid who might not want to go to school Mm -hmm. to begin with Mm -hmm. but could get a degree from just self-taught like there are you can find a way around that there's a handful of kids that are smart enough to not go to university and make a living and you know create and like self-sustain there's a handful but i think university provides the experience and like just that interpersonal growth that was that was why i thought it would be a good idea because i like the thing i was thinking is like the benefit of school is the experience right the experience of being with all these people who are like-minded and you're doing similar things as they are right um so like I always have the argument that it's for me it would have been better just to be self or for some people it would be better to just drop out of school teach yourself what you need to know and continue with life mm-hmm. or never go to school teach teach yourself what you need to know and continue with life but then you're missing out on that experience of university right I agree so that's that's how I came to like what if you could have that university experience but still just teach yourself what you need to know so you're saying come to school live in res but do something but you don't have to go to class every day and learn random shit that you don't want to learn again it's, di- I, I, it's di- self-directed and um, e- exactly the way you want to go i devil's advocate on that of saying like those kids that come away to school for the first time that have never lived away from yeah. mommy and daddy mm-hmm. you know they go crazy it would have structure to, i think it'd have to be a strategic like I'd, it would have to be prestigious i love the idea mm-hmm. i think it's something i think it's like a master's or a, or some a major Mm. a second and third and fourth year a major i could see that you like know, i could see 20... first first two years are general studies and then if you want you can go into a self-directed if you found something yeah that'd yes. be cool yeah because like i think you need like as much as we complain about these classes like the these... first two years changed who i am i agree yeah you like know? it was very beneficial to be forced to do shit and to like like first work year through. yeah yeah, and I agree. Like I agree. I with can't that. tell you a single thing I learned from half of the classes no, I took. No, none of it's like concrete knowledge. No. It's all experiential knowledge. Absolutely. Yeah. Like and we just, were talking about the other just, day, studying for like stats compared to how how we study now. Yeah, I st- like I still remember that. Like I'm taking stats now, and it's so easy. <laughs> but when we took the exact same stats course first year, but we studied for like three days straight. For yeah, final. it's ridiculous. That mental mindset though is like a first year second like you know what i mean that yeah, like I, I totally the maturity imagine. like of yeah you're you said the other day you're taking the exact same class again yeah that class that we studied for three years ago mm-hmm. we studied like you said for three days this one you're probably gonna open the book the day before mm-hmm. give it a quick glance walk in write it yeah and that'll be it yeah like, that's because i've increased some of my knowledge because i've taken a lot of math but it's also because I'm I, like I honestly think I'm just a better thinker. Yeah, and I, that's my argument is yeah. where. No, I, th- I think it's a valid argument too. I agree with you. Like maybe like maybe the four years and right, like maybe you need structure to begin with, 
and if you want to pivot into something like that yeah like i think that would be cool like i i have said for a long time that my personal opinion is that university education in class should be like three years Mm. like it it could be i think that you your first years of studies are super important yeah i think that i could have taken a handful of these classes over just cut out some of the fluff yeah like there's a like we could have been taking some of these classes like almost like a year earlier mm-hmm. that we're taking in 34th year yeah or just cut down on some of the credit requirements yeah like, i don't need to be taking physics 101 and 102 right now but i am because i have to yeah you just there, cut, I have, cut some of that i out. have a handful of classes that i've had to take because i need a credit yeah yeah and it's unfortunate because like when i go to look for those like a lot of the time i can't even take a class i want to take because it's not the right type of class or it doesn't fit yeah. I've never had a scheduling problem where oh, it's like really? I can't take this because of this. Oh, like I, I have. I always get the option like I have five business classes I want to take, mm-hmm. but I have to take three in two arts. Yeah. So yeah. like instead of me taking both, like last year I wanted to take um, statement of financial pos- or what is it um, mm-hmm. financial statement analysis. Yeah. But instead I had to take art one fifteen. Mm-hmm. Because you have to fill up a spot, right? I have to fill up my an art spot yeah yeah it's frustrating but at the same time i'm also of the mind that um universities become too technical and that it kind of does have to shift more back to the liberal the liberal education like elaborate on that like a lot like uni i'd say the a big function of university right now is job training yes you'd agree with that yep to begin with like if you look back the history of university it was primarily to give a liberal education which is like learn about the humanities learn how to like read learn about literature like it's to like improve the character of the people who go right that was kind of how it started it was like to well, teach to teach people humanities and how to be a good person, right? Didn't we find who was that uh, professor that was like John Taylor Gatto that we watched that from the five or was it five or six fundamentals of of upper education? I think it was John Taylor Gatto. I'm pretty yeah. The guy who talks really slow. Yes, <laughs> that's the guy. Yeah. yeah. So was that point in there? Well. It, it wasn't, it wasn't, but it was about the Harvard, what was it, five or six? Ivy? Fundamental oh. concepts. Of I don't remember the video. University or, or college. Um, well, we'll have to look it up again. Do you remember the gist of it? The gist of it was like, it was meant to teach like authority. It was meant to teach um, the upper the upper class to manage the lower class you know it was meant mm. to do, do you vaguely remember that's a it? part of it yeah yeah like that is a part of it like and there needs to be people who carry on like democratic values into the culture like that has to come from somewhere yeah it was a uh, about like the setting the the mindset of like that manufacturing job mm-hmm. you know yeah i've watched an interview is it's uh it was really interesting it was like this guy who was talking about how more so like the high school and education mm-hmm. about how it's teaching us to be like a prison 
Like, you know, you, at the bell, you go outside for a certain amount of time, bell yeah. in, bell out. Like It's set up in a very particular way. It's a very, like, every, all, all like, entities yeah. are set up in it's such a... obedience to authority Yeah, is one of the primary... That's one of the... I, I like this course. It's the one I took over summer, which was uh, Sociology of Education. I it was interesting. It was interesting. So they talked about how one of the, like what they call it the hidden curriculum of school part of the hidden curriculum is that they're teaching obedience to authority yes okay yeah so that is like that's built into the school system i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing it's probably kind of a good thing it's like to live in a civilized society you kind of you do have to be obedient to authority obedient to authority i think there's an ethical part of it all too what do you mean like like I mean, school also teaches of like do your work and mm. you know what I mean. Exactly, like, yeah. Be and a good person and live within a community. This and... is this is the thing. Like that's what university, like university in particular, used to be for that. Like if you want to grow your character after high school, that's where you go. You go. You're gonna read. You're gonna read and write. You're gonna figure out how to think properly. Yeah. Right. Like that's the go- that was the goal of it is to like get a properly educated population that can carry on democratic values and like the the humanitarian values that we've had forever like you're you're learning plato you're learning aristotle like these are all our it's like our fundamental philosophy of our culture and you would go to university to learn that and now that's kind of that's shunned like we got to push that away i can honestly say i don't know anything about exactly i know shakespeare (laughs) that's the thing and that's about it yeah and you're like a big, like you, you could, you could have an influence in the world, right? Like you're making companies and like, you're trying to get your hand in the pot. And like the goal of that was to make sure everyone with the hand in the pot has some values. Everyone knows, like everyone's got these ethics. The culture Every- behind them. Yeah. What you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And you're right. It has died off. Yeah. But is that because <clears throat> as a society, we've changed our curriculum of what is important now? kind of is it there's a little bit of more independent people being more independent being like i want to learn about this at school and i want to learn about kind of you know i'm I'm spending all this money Mm -hmm. like forget about well it it didn't used to be as expensive as it was well that's where my point was Mm -hmm. just going you know but the the price tag on it all yeah as the as the price increases it has to be worth it well as a customer yeah, I'm, you not, need, I'm not paying. Well, there needs the to be of money to go learn about something that I have no. If I can't even that decide. isn't that might not change you at all. Like, there's no track out of like the university we're talking about, the liberal arts university. There's no track out of that into a job. Right. Oh, absolutely. Right. Right. And now society is that job preparation. Yeah. Of you know, it's, sitting in class and doing your homework yeah. and bringing, being prepared and yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's now okay. take yeah. take away your lo- like take some from your long term. Take all this student debt, take this opportunity cost of going to university, the, the monetary cost of going to university, but it will pay off. You're going to get a job, right? That's what it is now, but it's going to be expensive as fuck. You're, you're going to get a job out of it. That's not, I, I don't, I don't think that's how it used to be. It used to, I think it used to more be, um, like it was class-based more than it is now, I would say. Um, well, it's very book-based now. What do you mean? Like reading. No, I mean classes in a, like socioeconomic class. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, like high, low class. Yeah. 
but I think it was more dependent. Like, if you get in, it's not how much money you're paying. It's how smart you are. Like, are you going to get anything out of this? Right? Yeah. And that's all changed. It's, it's very interesting. And I think corporations have kind of came in a bit and pushed. Like, we, we need our employees coming out of your, your well, system we, we to be educated. We watched Shark Tank the other night. How many times mm-hmm. do we hear those big guys? Stay in school. You know, a kid goes on there with an awesome idea. Yeah. They go right at stay in school. Yeah. Don't leave. Go to school. There's probably multiple reasons for that. I'd say the primary one. I think it's the mental maturity. Yeah, I'd agree. I think that if I could take Can you anything do away from it all, mm-hmm. the mental maturity. I would agree. I'd 100% agree. Yeah. And so that is kind of still in the university system. Yes. Is that character development? Do you? Okay. Um, could you argue too that like mental maturity, like there is a lot of value to that. Oh, there's an insurmountable value to that. But you can't even put money on it. Eighty thousand dollars, four years. Like, if I was walking out of like, here, okay, mental maturity is, doesn't cost eighty thousand dollars. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah, mental maturity. You could get mental maturity by going to go live in India for a year. Well, maybe a little longer than that. A year, I guarantee it. Maybe even six months. Do you, like, do you know what India's like? I don't. No. They don't have toilet paper. Like, that's not a joke. If you, go to, <laughs> if you go to India, you wipe your ass with your hand and clean your hand after. Yeah? No, like, literally, that's India. Like, go do that for a year. It's like, that's, you'll, you'll be a different person. Coming you'll, back. You'll be harder. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Rock. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's not 80 grand. You'd probably do that for two. Absolutely. Right? So, it doesn't cut, but the benefit, like... But we do have that technical. You get that technical education now. Which I, I, we did take a technical education away. I mean, I did. You got technical, like you got something out of it. I'm graduating with a professional Mm -hmm. um, major. Oh, me too. I mean, when you leave, it's, this is what you are. I went technical too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the only way to go now. I don't under like oh I don't understand how you can spend all the money and go through for something that has no final end. Like that's the thing you can't like you're stupid if you do a humanities degree now, like in popular culture, doing a human like it's frowned upon to do an arts degree. You could agree with that. To, yeah, to a point. It's kind yeah, of like no. Really... I'm not saying there's anything bad about it, but in general, there's a lot of people who frown upon it and say exactly what should be said in that there's no track to a job and you're spending 80 grand right right spent, yeah at that point you're almost spending it on experience mm-hmm. yeah but you could argue not okay, really because there's, there's that liberal education that's what the you could argue are. you know look those arts educations of therapists and you know mm-hmm. and, oh no absolutely you know, depends on your arts degree yeah there's a absolutely. lot of there's a lot of good that comes with arts i'm not i'm not shitting on arts at all i lo- like i and I'm kind of arguing for the arts right now. Okay, good. I was just making sure we weren't. Completely... Yeah, no, no, not at all. I think, like, I think there's a hand. I think the arts needs to be divided up. Yeah, I, th- I think the art is too general. I no, I disagree. I think I the think it's too I, general. I think the art should be separated from the technical. And if you want a technical degree, you then, go to a technical university. Then the economics needs to get out of arts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd agree with that. That's more technical. Yeah. Okay. But I think they're like they're you should be able to take like a 
like philosophy yeah a philosophy degree for like 10 like way less money because so, so you value the tuition or the value the price of university on the course you're taking i i i'm valuing it here as in like a technical education should be more expensive because you're paying for that track to get on that track right like you're likely gonna have a job after where if, like pay less it's less risky. You're going, you're getting a liberal education. You're going to try and grow your character, but it's less money. But you're also not guaranteed a job. You that's, need... that's a pretty good right? alternative. It kind of makes sense. There's, there's definitely issues with it. I mean, there, I was going to say, because at that point, then you could argue that like, oh, he like philosophy versus business. You're going to spend so much more money taking business. Mm -hmm. Like a school could just astronomically throw that. Oh, through, absolutely. Like, but that comes down to market movements. You can't move it up too high or no one's going to come. Supply and demand, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's an interesting way of doing it. Like, it's just... I think generally there should be... The... The arts and the technical, or the humanities and the technical education should be separated. Because right now they're just clumped together. And no one's... Like, no one sees the value in the arts anymore. Because they just see it as a like a blockade to get their technical degree where they can go make money, right? Right. That's how I look look like usually look at it, because it kind of is. Absolutely. But I think there's like the more that I read and the more that I like listen to smart people, where I'm like realizing that we can't just lose that. Like we can't just lose Nietzsche. <laughs> like Nietzsche, fucking Carl Jung. Like these people were so goddamn smart. Like, they knew, like, a lot of these, they knew how to live a good life. Yeah. Like, they knew how to set set your life properly in the world. And there is proper ways to do that so that you are the best for your culture. So that you're, like, contributing the most. You're set up to contribute the most. Exactly. And that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily come from a technical degree. And, okay, so coming back to an, an original argument of... You know, this comes back to my original actual opinion yeah. of the courses we're taking. About, you know, oh, I don't want to take psych. I don't want to take mm -hmm. soch. Exactly. Yeah. That just argued my complete. Yeah, I was arguing against that idea of it all. You know. But I also don't. I think which is interesting. Like I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. And I, you know, I Tay tells me it all the time that it, it makes you a more well-rounded. Mm -hmm. There's individual. a there is a purpose. There for is it. a purpose yeah. to it. There's got to be a better way to do it. I think the way that it's set up, the like it's kind of set up right now as a barrier to your degree, like it is. Yeah. Like so you're you kind of you're you're forced into it. Like there's no interest there. You're not going into philosophy. Like fuck yeah, I got a <laughs> philosophy class. That's Where smart. like if it was voluntary and you showed people the value of it. Maybe yeah, right. But and that's where I'm saying like there's got to be a better way to do it. I think there there has to be because yeah. for me to go sit in a 100 level psych or I took soch 100 level soch yeah. with a hundred kids, mm -hmm. you know, and still X is small, like a hundred kids. That's right? big. That's, that's a big class. That's like yeah. our biggest class. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, we, like it just doesn't interest me. Like I have no interest to go there and listen to. Because you're here for a technical degree exactly you're not here for that so yeah. i guarantee you like the point i think the reason that you have to take that soch is because they I want wouldn't if 
I yeah, have the they, they want you to get that liberal arts. I like wouldn't they, they want take, you to get what I just told you, right? I wouldn't take a single one of those classes. Exactly. If I if I wasn't forced into it. And that's it. the problem. They can't force you into it because you're like the point of it is to be interested in it, take what they're saying to heart, really mold it into your character, like mm-hmm. really listen and but that's not gonna fucking happen if you're forced into it. I think too, there's no lot, character growth there. I think too a lot of it goes down to uh, we like what we're good at. Oh, you know, and when school so true, and when school puts you on the type of grading scale, when you're comparing yourself to others and like, mm-hmm. you know, I I'm not a good writer. I'm not like a good so like, true. Like I'm not yeah. a regurgitation type of student. So mm-hmm. sociology. You know, when we're reading a book to regurgitate a theory of, you know, society, that's not my strong suit. Nor do I have any, it doesn't reflect an interest. Does that make sense? Because it's like, I'm... No, absolutely. Like, it's subconsciously. Yeah. And I'm calling myself out for a subconscious mindset of saying, you know, I don't like doing it Mm -hmm. because I'm not good at it. There's kind of a paradox here. So, like, you don't like doing it. But, like, reading and writing is something that you should get good at. Yep. You can agree with that. Wait, could, yes. Okay. I'll yep. let you finish your... Okay. Yeah. So, that's only going to happen if you know and understand that you need to get good at, write, like, speaking, reading, writing. Because yep. that leads to you thinking better. Like, that's perfectly in line with how you think. So, you improve that. You improve how you think. But that only happens if you know the value of it, which you never do because, where did I find the paradox? Oh, because of the way you're forced into these social, like you're taught, like in like this book. They told me I have to do it. Yeah. Beyond good and evil. Like if you actually went into a liberal arts, like you would learn that, oh, I should, I should learn how to read and write. Like I should focus on this. But since you're forced into it, you never actually listen to what, like, listen to those messages that are in there telling you that you need to improve your reading and writing, for example. Yeah. And you never do it. So it's like it's a vicious cycle of you're never you're never gonna get good at it because you already hate it because you're forced into it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And you're never you're never gonna be in, get put into the situation where you're forced to read and write hard things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to my, you know, thought when you got started that mm-hmm. you could also say that people that are good at reading and writing, yeah, where I was good at numbers, yeah, wouldn't want a technical, yeah, and I think that's where we mm-hmm. draw that line. Like you hear even in business where kids are like, I'm in business, but like, oh, like, I'm not good with numbers, so I went into, boom, yeah, like that might not be your interest. You think you like at True. the end of the day. Yeah. Because you're not good at numbers, because you don't like doing it, it, you were limited to, well, these were my two options or three options. Yeah, yeah, very true. But I, at the same time, maybe they should have stuck with it so they could get the better at numbers. Theory that you just talked about with me with my reading and writing. Yeah, it's like, just yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying from now the liberal to the technical, mm-hmm. going the other way. Mm-hmm. I think that separating the people. I'm not saying it's reading and writing or numbers and whatever it is. No, we're we're oversimplifying here everything here. Yeah, a lot because yeah. it's a very complicated issue and we kind of have to. But yeah, yeah, but I know what you're saying. It comes down to like what you're good at. I feel like and what you excel at. Like 
when I was in second year, did I know I wanted to be, be an accountant mm-hmm. in accounting? No. Yeah. No, I don't want to be an accountant, but mm-hmm. it, accounting was number heavy based. It was business heavy based, and that's what I was interested in. Yeah. But that comes to... And I excelled in it because I was interested in it. Yeah. So we stuck, we, we ran. Yeah, interest it. definitely comes from being good at something. Yes, 100%. But which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Like, I know what you're getting at. Like you that's have where to try it, something. But yeah. sometimes, and education is not a spur of the moment. I try it, I'm decent at it. The thing, two things we're talking about mm-hmm. are something that we've started at when we were like going to school when we were four. Mm-hmm. You know, so Wait, what do you mean by whole, that? Well, throughout like the whole kind of timeline, yeah, of education. By the time you're getting to the point where you're now deciding if it's a technical or a liberal, you already know what you're good at. You already know what you're yeah. good at. You don't need to try. Mm-hmm. I'm, which I'm not saying you shouldn't, because you definitely should be trying different things. Yes, but to an extent, you don't need to try to know. You're not inclined to do that, right? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is like is that a divided line on well maybe that line should be divided right but does it start at an earlier point probably i would say so like i haven't liked reading from yeah and that could have that could have been from one shitty english teacher it could have been right and even now like when i get called on in class like my freaking heart drops when i oh, have to God. read the question out loud oh yeah because in the back of my head i'm thinking like i'm gonna sound oh, terrible that's the worst you know yeah but yeah that's it's it's interesting like should if you're like inclined and good with numbers does that mean you should just go right into a technical degree or does that mean maybe you should start with like a and that's maybe if it was more separatable people would be able to do that because right now you kind of have to commit like you had to commit to a business or if we were more well-rounded coming in yeah that's that's also the case that's hard I to think, do though i think it also and this comes from a talk like this is a, a theory that a buddy dan mm-hmm. talked about so dan listening we're about to pull your, uh, my your theory out here what's up dan um you know one night dan was saying like like in high school when you're teaching like fundamentals that's really when fundamentals step in whether it be math it be mm-hmm. like I, I, i'm gonna use math an example just because i am a numbers person yeah right? for sure when you're learning your basic grade 10 math, which is the root of everything, yeah, re- really, mm-hmm. when you're jumping into the more complex stuff and you're trying, like, you need to know things do things just because. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the root of it. If you're trying to do algebra and you don't know addition, you're fucked. Right. And you're yeah. trying to do calculus and you don't understand the, the pre's. Exactly. You know, the roots of math, mathematics. Yeah. You won't be able to do it. Mm-hmm. It's the same with reading and writing and grammar. You're right. Right? You're 100% so right. So this comes back to the yeah. theory where I'm getting at off this tangent mm-hmm. is that the teachers that are teaching like a math class mm-hmm. might not have any experience in math. Yeah. They have Honestly. math 101 yeah. from <laughs> teacher's math. Oh, God. I probably school. know more math. No, but what I'm saying is you're teaching those kids the, the fundamentals, fundamentals yeah. and you don't even know why if you're a bad teacher you ruin all these kids you might not be a bad teacher i'm not saying that just because you're of not course. a math teacher yeah. teaching them like no, what no, i'm no. saying is like those teachers that are teaching these fundamental classes like englishes and mm-hmm. and maths like there needs to be an experience there needs to be like you need to have done something i think mm-hmm. to 
like or not even done something you need to know what's going on like yeah. when i was in grade 9 10 11 at my west high school yeah like my math teacher was an old like u of t prof hmm. like uh, my math skills came from me yeah. having a prof that could answer any question off the top of his head of grade 10 math yeah you know like he knew the answer mm-hmm. and he knew it like just off a whim yeah but I had like, yeah. Like I think it just comes back to like who like that earlier stage. It definitely starts early. Yeah, you're right. Interesting. Like, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, I know exactly. Oh yeah. So the theory that Dan was, you know, we talked about once was like having like specific degrees and like the value. It like not a teacher isn't valued at X dollars. Mm-hmm. Like every teacher should be valued at what they bring to the table teacher or, or prof both i think both. a high school teacher needs to be just as there's like, a massive problem with teachers being underpaid i think that a math teacher sh- does get more than a history teacher i personally think that like I disagree okay like argue that with me i could teach you why history is, why is math more important than history i'm not saying it's more important than history at all yeah is, if is I, math is harder let me it it stems from that okay are you going to be a teacher that has a undergrad in mathematics probably not because no. you would have went and did something way more complex i'm not saying teachers don't again but no, i'm no, like of course. Yeah. you know yeah dan is a, is a mathematics major yeah do you think he's going to go to teachers college and just go teach no math? there's no money in that why would you do that right but I think that there's a lot of people that take a history minor or a psych and then go to teacher's college and then go in and teach mm-hmm. your maths, your Englishes, and your histories and whatever. But what I'm saying is I could teach you history. I can read the book and regurgitate what happened 100, 200 years ago. You could also teach me math. I couldn't teach you grade... I could teach you grade 10 math. I don't think a history teacher could teach you grade 10 math well, and know what's going on. And the, be able same to... way, the same way that a math teacher could teach history... I'm saying that the ability for courses that are more staple, more like, like again, back to those maths, the Englishes, like the cores, right? Things that, like, you need to just know they do them because they do them. Yeah. Like, history is a, a regurgitation class. Not necessarily. How? It, history it is storytelling. History, yeah, and like, then you grew a med, Like, a history teacher could have huge effects on their pupils they could inspire someone to be like a prime minister or something like inspire them with history like history is amazing yeah this is the story of our past like there's but, a lot that can be done with that but anyone can tell a story not well not inspiringly not engagingly so anyone can regurgitate i agree with that so not everyone okay I, I i would agree anyone can be a history teacher and a math teacher because they can just regurgitate it I don't think you can be a math teacher and just regurgitate. Oh, I've had a math teacher just regurgitate. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that's that's. You're a math teacher though. You can be a math teacher. Okay. And just yes. regurgitate. Yeah. Can. But where I'm going with this is, if you're gonna be a good history teacher or good history teacher, a good math teacher, like that's where the goodness comes in. You can like just do it, or you can be good at it. Like, if you're a good history teacher, you're telling stories. You're like, you know the history. If there was a question asked about what happened in this battle, you could probably answer it. An off-topic, out-of-the-blue question. 
And, like, that could be powerful. Same with math. Do you think someone not knowing a specific fact in history, not being inspired, is more important than someone not knowing their fundamentals of... Fuck if I know, dude. I have no idea. Maybe. Maybe. We're just having a conversation. Oh, I know. A hypothetical... Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. I think it's debatable. Yeah, okay. I don't think I don't think there's a yes or no. Like math is obvious. Math is more obvious. And then we I keep talking about math, but I use it just as an example. Like I oh, talk yeah. about like the core. No, we ha- we have to be speaking in generalities right yeah. now. This we whole conversation has been generality. It I'm has not, to be. We yeah. can't go in detail because it's yeah. it's too complex. We're yeah. ta- We have to talk about the general structure of everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we're talking generally. We're thinking of math as more technical, history more liberal. Right, and that's what, and that's, it, that's the theme the whole time. It's been the entire thing. Yeah. yeah. So math. And we just brought it back to a his yeah. high school point of view. Yeah. Now we're kind of talking about teachers, right? Well, we're talking about valuing a teacher more mm-hmm. than. Yeah. Now we're talking about the value of math over history. So yeah. I would say math is obvious, like more obvious to be valuable. I think history can be very valuable in less obvious ways. Okay. Like, you can, like, how do you say this? I might even be, like, I might not, I might be completely wrong with this. But I feel like math, like, you could trace, like, I learned this, I, I got very, ins- mm, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. You need to know the, you, if you're going to teach it yeah. to someone who needs to learn it, yeah. you need to know what's going on. You need, need to. You need to. If you want it to be done well you need to but that's what i'm saying like now that kid is going to struggle with numbers and math yeah, yeah. moving forward true is that kid going to oh, struggle with what you mean is that kid going to struggle yeah. with reading a history textbook moving forward mm, yeah their their reading and writing skills may not be yeah okay you know you know what that's mm. the point i'm trying to get at i have like okay, that, that was my overall yeah, yeah yeah i'm seeing where you're coming picture. from now yeah that the fundamentals that you learn in math are more important than the fundamentals that you learn in a history class. At that point in time. Yeah. And going into the future. Like, expanding out into the future. Yeah. Right. Okay. I, I, I agree with that. So, for those people teaching it, I think that they, like, at, like, that is a very important time. That so, I think math should be paid more. Hypothetically, yeah. if we're, if you, like, I just think, like, there should be more value mm-hmm. to guy who completely understands what's going on yeah. to come in and teach some fundamental classes mm-hmm. again not discounting any per, any teacher that's a interesting problem that's a very interesting problem it's a conversation I, i've had more than once with mm-hmm. that like it is an interesting problem because it, it comes to what's the value of math over history oh see i thought we we're talking about about getting someone to leave or not do the crazy high-paying job yeah to do something more humanitarian of Mm -hmm. i guess history doesn't have many high-paying jobs i would say not yeah i don't know but definitely less than math well i feel like an undergrad in history and a teacher's the 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 problem i see and it's a very abstract like it's a very blurry problem it might not even be a problem but it's something that came into my head is that if you monetarily decrease the value of history over something like math which is technical 
it comes back to that original problem of losing that liberal education and maybe yes. maybe like it just it just continues shifting math keeps getting more money history keeps decreasing to the point where there's just no history anymore, absolutely right like it can be a slippery slope doing something like that and it's uh it's funny that you say that because that's exactly where this whole conversation started and now we're mm-hmm. back yeah you know so it's that balance between technical and liberal absolutely yeah. absolutely and but like in my whole point off the whole thing was just that like there there are I think some areas that need to be further touched on moving forward in the fundamentals yes mm-hmm. like me I'm not a good re- reader like I can straight point blanks tell you I'm not a good mm-hmm. if I were to read something out loud like it's not crystal clear smooth that's fair yeah but I wish that I liked it going into university mm. i wish i was more like prone to pick up a book yeah so you're kind of th- you're, you're thinking that there should be more resources put into lower education yeah i think high school is definitely yeah. the route out before university i would 100 percent agree like at university i've already like i'm learning like almost like level three mm-hmm. i need to learn level one and two before i can get to level three that's the thing right and without a good like base yeah it's all connected yeah, yeah it's, like, a tr- I mean, it's a tree it's a tree of knowledge you and i think base. it's backwards right now there's so much money done on the funding at the end kind of it's like a kind of the problem with that is all that funding doesn't do. doesn't go to the education all that funding into the university hardly goes to the education infrastructure infrastructure improvements uh, sports teams sports teams sports teams is a big one like you look at there's a at least one university in the states they have one of the like a really high paid um it's a basketball coach i think he's paid about i think it's 2.5 million per year wow their um university president is paid 300,000 I guess that shows how much revenue that guy brings in. That's the thing, right? Yeah. It's, it's a business. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a kind of a problem if we're wanting to focus on education, which I think should be focused on. Because, like, I'm paying, my tuition is going towards all these soccer and football and hockey teams, which I've never seen a game of. Yeah. Right? I mean, the odd X-Men hockey game and I football wonder, game. Yeah. I wonder what my tuition would be if I was just paying for education and, like, administrative costs. I, well, you, you, might, you, you, might, think, you might have it. You think that a percentage of our costs is directly injected to athletics? Like, you think, like, half of it? I would say at least 20% of the tuition that you're paying at this school goes directly into athletics yeah at least fuck i hate i hate to admit that but i could definitely see that mm-hmm. that's because it's advertisement for the school <laughs> throw that on the marketing sheet eh? <laughs> well literally that's that's the thing you ask when you go to a, a lot well it's the thing a lot of people ask when they go to a school or think of how good is the sports team how good are their facilities? Right. Facilities, yeah. How nice are the classrooms? How facilities nice? is a big thing. How nice are the res rooms? Right? That doesn't... Like, I bet... Like, look at beautiful Lane Hall. They'll <laughs> love it here. 
Uh, yeah, no, not quite. That's where they're. That's why they're tearing it down. <laughs> even better. Move into McIsaacal. You'll love it even more. <laughs> <laughs> that's like one of the, yeah. Yeah, Santa Fe is different. Is kind of different though, as just because it's got more history to it. Yeah, right? absolutely. A lot of that marketing comes from that. I think, at least it did for me when I think back. As like when I was judging schools, I thought it was very cool that the school's older than older than Canada. That's insane, eh? isn't it? Yeah, I never thought about it. School was founded before Canada was. Crazy. Guess that's why the strongest alum network in exactly the world. Right? Yeah, that's like a priceless, priceless thing. Yeah. When when did they start doing the X ring? Like, was that a thing like right away? That's a good question. Like, when did the first? When did they say, you know what, boys, we're gonna throw a ring on you? Let's find out. On your way out, slap a ring on it. Um, we'll get you more excited about your ring than the piece of paper at the end. Pretty much. Like that's what they tell us. Yeah. yeah. Saint FX ring. What would I Google? When was Origin? the first Saint FX ring given out? It's gonna be something like crazy, I bet. I could see it. Nineteen forty-two. When was the school founded? Okay, I'll just. Um, the X ring was created during the Second World War. Wow. Before that, each graduating class appointed a committee to design a pin for their class with its own motto. In 1942, Willie Locker McDougal. That's a, that's an Anaganish name, McDougal. That's that's such an Anaganish last There's name. There's probably a, a street in Anaganish somewhere. Called McDougal Street. There's a hundred percent street <laughs> called McDougal. Probably like there's a Chisholm, <laughs> McIsaac, <laughs> five McIsaacs at least. Yeah. Created a design for the new ring instead. Had an X on it, and the tradition of the Saint FX ring was born. So when did, was the school founded? Um, I want to say eighteen something. This was like a hundred years after. Yeah. They were like, let's get a ring. Huh. They used to have pins, graduating pins. And each graduating class would design the pin. Oh, that's cool. Until 1942. 1853. So 90 years later. Oh, it's not even the oldest one out here. Not even close. What's older? Acadia? St. Mary's University, 1802. That's Halifax, so I could see that. Yeah, true. Acadia's 1838. Dalhousie, 1818. Smew is before Dalhousie. That's surprising. That is surprising. Yeah, I would not have thought that. When was Canada founded? I feel like we should know that. Oh, definitely. It's back to our whole history point. 1867. I had bad history props. We didn't. We don't even have history in uh, Alberta. We have social studies. We have both. Oh, really? Is social studies more contemporary then? Like talking about modern... Oh, sorry. In elementary school, like grade sevens and eights and stuff, we had social studies. Yes. Oh, and then in high school, there was history. Um, oh, they broke it up? Yeah. Politics? Um, what did they break it up into? So, so you could take... I'm pretty sure there was like history or something else you could take. There was an option. They yeah. broke it up, and I took history. I can't remember what the other one was. Huh. It was well, back in like 2010. 
I could see it being like a political studies or something like that. Do you guys have like a careers class? It was like split in half. No. 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 You guys did? We had some weird class where it was like half of the half of the semester was like one class and the other half was another class. And it, it was the only class in high school that did that. And it was like some careers class and some like Huh. Something else, like resume building maybe or something. I feel like we had something very similar at Edge. Right. You went to how many years did you go to Edge for? <laughs> Four, three? Two. Two. Yeah. Nine and ten? care to elaborate <laughs> maybe next podcast well ooh, that's a that's an episode right there. there is a story there there's a story there uh-huh. oh wow well, I mean, <laughs> uh, that's the next podcast maybe later yeah. okay i'll save that we'll <laughs> save that there's a story there that is a bullet you gotta okay. you gotta remember to bring that up i'll bring it up okay have i not told you no Really? No. I never told you what happened with Edge. Nope. All right. I've never heard it. Story time with Devin next podcast. Next. Okay. (laughs) We have uh, we have a guest on next one, right? Yeah. Not next pod. Next conversation podcast. Next one on one. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned then. Stay tuned. That'll be wicked. Yeah. We'll save that. But yeah. What do you want to do? Prepare. What? You gonna do prepare? Yeah. I gotta consult my lawyer first. <laughs> <laughs> See what I can say. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe that'll be our first Instagram poll. How did Devin get kicked out of the bench? <laughs> if you guess it right, we'll give you a bunch of options. I technically didn't get kicked out of the school. Oh. I left the school. Okay. 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 So give us like <laughs> Okay. Interesting. So there's some more information. I I left. Didn't get kicked out. Good to know. Yeah. Just to clear it all up. Don't ask anyone, if anyone's listening at this school who knows people from Edge, don't ask them. Because there's a few people from Edge at this school. Oh, really? Don't spoil the... Maybe we should have some old Edge kids on. We could. Who who at the school goes to Edge? Who went to Edge? Dojo. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Dojo. Golfer. Danton? Danton. Quinn? Quinn. Well, we'll have them with 18 Bantry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll get some of that in there. Um, Maybe we'll save it till then. Do they know the story? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. We'll save it till (laughs) 18 Bantry. That's when it's going to come out. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, if it's okay with you, it's... Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine to share it. I just want to save it. All right, yeah, we'll save it. Okay. Keep it in the barrel. I think that's it, though. I'm probably offending someone. Oh, Aiden Keen. Aiden Keen. He doesn't go here anymore. Though. Yeah. Shout out to Aiden Keen. Shout out to Aiden Keen. Good guy. Great guy. Great guy. Yeah. Same name as my brother. Shout out to Aiden MacArthur, too. There you go. Great guy. I'm just shout out to <laughs> Killing it. Well, assistant captain. Is he Killing assistant it. captain this year? Yeah. Bantam AAA. He's going to get drafted. He's definitely getting drafted. You're going to call that right now on the podcast, right? Yeah. Knock on wood, man. I'm praying for him. Yeah, he's doing well. Is that the route he wants to do? I think so. He wants to go maybe junior way? He's going to try. He's, he's 
got the talent. I think he's. Yeah, apparently he's pretty good. <laughs> this year. Apparently he's pretty good. <laughs> For Bruber. Yeah. My brother's good at hockey. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe we'll have to have him on sometime. Oh, that'd be cool. Over Christmas. Yeah. We'll... Oh, that'd be that'd we'll be a good one. We'll stream from Mexico. Yeah, I get the fam in on one. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, we'll have to do... Oh, fam on... Fam, fam. Yeah, we could do something like that. You'll be home too, right? We'll have to prep for that one. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I could be game for that. Both both of our families at the same time. Oh, God. We'll have to be very careful. Very careful. <laughs> Holy. Go poorly. Will we get story time with the rents? Yeah. Story time with my address and your address. I don't know if I even want that to happen. I know. That'll be a pencil. We'll, that might get erased, but we'll yeah. set it up. Either way. my brother, though. Yeah, That'd we'll get fun. your brother yeah. on here. Yeah. We'll get the parents on here as well, probably. Yeah. Just keep her PG. Might happen. <laughs> they probably don't even care. We don't have to stay PG with them. They're cool. Well... Yeah, I think we've uh, I think we've touched everything tonight. That was a good talk. Yeah, that was a long one. Yeah, I like. I'm still I, I, I still I'm interested about that whole technical versus liberal. I think that's a problem. Well, maybe we can get. Maybe that's a topic we'll bring up with someone. Wants yeah, to talk we'll about have to it. get someone who's educated on it. Maybe we'll more do educated a, than than we are. Well, we're trying to get some profs on here. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd talk be a cool perspective from them. Yeah, I'd love to. Okay, and if not, if anyone has any opinions on this, shoot us a message. Yeah, check out our Instagram. Yeah, if you haven't already. Yet. Yeah, from the niche. From the niche. Not stories from the niche anymore. It's from the niche. Oh yeah, we guess we should have updated anyone. If yeah. anyone even made it this far. Yeah, little rebranding. <laughs> little rebranding. Instagram is now from the niche. Uh, Titles pod- from the niche. Yeah, podcasts are going to be coming out kind of all over the place by the sounds of it now. Yeah, I don't think we're doing a schedule. Like we'll, we just got, we'll upload when we record. We have so many people that want to jump in on this with us. Yeah, we don't want to limit it. So many people. Yeah. JK. <laughs> all, just, it's ridiculous. So many. <laughs> um, yeah, so what? We have one in a couple days we're going to film and throw out. Yeah, hopefully first one guest. on Monday. Yeah, first guest this weekend. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for that. That should be fun. That one is, yeah, Our first, first guest. First guest will be interesting. Very interesting. See how, see how good of an interview. How good at interviewing we are. Alright. Well. Until the next time. Yeah. Thanks for listening if you made it this far. We'll uh, see you in the next one. Going offline. Peace. Is it off? Can you imagine it wasn't recording? <laughs> nope. It recorded. <laughs>